Welcome in everybody to the Sports Culture Podcast. Seth here, joined as always by Mark, Mo, and Cam are not with us for this episode. They both had things to attend to. So we're going to get right into draft grades on this episode. We're going to go over the AFC draft grades. We're going to start out in the um, NFC North, or AFC North, sorry, with uh, the Steelers. What's your opinion on that draft class, Mark? First of all, how's it going, Seth? How you doing? It's going all right. Just, uh, yeah. just got my toilet fixed, so that was cool. It's amazing. Um, Steelers going right into they did pick they did pick the first QB, I believe. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. The, Kenny Pickett. Very shocked shocked the world with that pick. Everybody, I'd say everybody locked in Malik Willis for that pick. Yeah, and he ended up chopping really far. So uh, it's gonna be interesting. I I kind of like it. I like it way better than you know the Giants. Uh, what they did a few years back with Daniel Jones. Uh, you know, trying to find that uh, Eli Manning. I like it way better. Um, then you got you know George Pickens, Calvin Austin. Steelers always been really good drafting receivers. Uh, although. Yeah, George Pickens, you know, uh, a lot of off-field stuff. Did you see <laughs> Did you see his draft video? He's, he's standing like, like Playboy Cardi with the, the shiesty mask. I think he's honestly going to be really good. No, he is, but it's going to be, it's gonna be interesting. The Steelers have really... They have a lot of characters in their uh, wide receiver yeah, room, sure. to say the least. I'm, I'm a really yeah, big fan of the Calvin Austin pick, though. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's a great value. I love that pick. Definitely starting slot receiver. Maybe not this year, but I think starting by 2023. Um, in the third round, they took the Marvin Deal defensive end out of Texas A&M. They had a not a not a need, but they could definitely use some depth at defensive end. Um, they didn't really have anybody behind. Um, T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. And then not much to get into in the late round picks, but they did take, as you pointed out um, when we were going through these draft classes, uh, they took Connor Hayward, who's Cameron Hayward's brother, back at Michigan State. Pretty cool pick. Love to see it. So I gave this class a... I gave this class a B, because I do think they got some good value picks. But then there's also some picks I'm not a big fan of. What's your what was your grade for this draft class? Uh, honestly, I'd agree with that. I like it. It's nothing special, but it's not bad at all. You know, they didn't reach on anyone. It's a good quality draft class. I'd give it a B as well. All right, all right. Just like I think you just explained, Kenny Pickett right there. You know, he's not bad, but. 
doesn't really have a ceiling. Alright, so we're going to get right into the Ravens now. The Ravens had the best draft class in the whole league, yeah. in my opinion. They smashed every single draft pick they had. Starting off with Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. What's your thoughts on Kyle Hamilton? I'm actually a really big fan of Kyle Hamilton. Um, recently, I've seen a lot of people, you know, kind of not giving him the credit he deserves. As of, like, you know, approaching the draft, everyone started kind of straying away from him a little bit. Uh, but I really love that pick. It's great value. It's a good player. It fits perfect. Such a good fit for them. I think it was just because of um, the positional values, why people kind of strayed away from him. I agree he shouldn't have been a top 10 pick, but once he got out of the top 10, I mean, he should have been a commander at 11, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that um, when we do the NFC next week. But yeah, yeah. he's um, great. In my opinion, was a top 7 or 8 player in the class, and he's a, be a great box safety for the Ravens. Um, they're obviously going to move on from Chuck Clark. They already are... Um, make him available to teams. I, I saw a rumor that... Yeah, I did see that. that they um, had a trade in place to... Or they were talking to the Eagles to trade him straight up for Jalen Rager, which would have been an interesting trade. Really? Yeah, so I'm not sure how I would have felt about that trade. <laughs> I think the Ravens are odd with, when it comes to receivers. Uh, speaking of, their next pick, Ty Linderbaum, traded... Um, Hollywood Brown for that pick. I think they got great value, you know, a few, few minutes. Uh, it was actually before, you know, A.J. Brown gets traded for the 18th pick, and there's a mountain of a difference between those two players. So that's great value, and they picked up center one in the draft. So another, yeah, I, I think another really, hit by the Ravens. I think they really fleeced the Cardinals in that trade. Yeah. Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood is a bad receiver. Don't get me wrong, but he's not worth the first round pick. Nah, and especially it just it didn't it never really worked out with him and Lamar. It was you know. Yeah, he started he started progressing better last last season. He had a good season last season, but I mean, I wouldn't even say he's a top twenty five wide receiver in the league. So no, yeah, he just he just breached a thousand yards. He had one hundred eight last year, but. Um, you gotta be consistent in this league. Yeah. And he just, you know, I mean, he, him and Lamar never he, got it going. He's a good fit in that Cardinals offense, in that air raid offense, but... Oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I wouldn't have given more than a second for him. And now Ravens just got their day one center starter in Tyler Vindabom, and I think he's gonna be... I think he's gonna be an all-pro in this league at some point. Um... In the second round, they uh, they took David Ajabo, who mm. was concessionally going to be a top 15 to 25 pick um, in the first round if he didn't go down with that um, ACL tear yeah, on yeah. pro day, which was really, really sad. But Ravens took opportunity of that and snagged him at a major value in the second round. He's probably not going to be able to play at all this season. No, nah, I think they already 
Ruled him out. Yeah, yeah it's a, an amazing pick, though. Like so, yeah. forty-five overall after this season. He's a he's gonna start killing it for the Ravens. And the Ravens have a need to edge too, so it, their edge uh, position might hurt a little bit this season. But starting twenty twenty-three, David Ajabo is gonna take off. Yeah, I'm really happy for him too. It's a great fit, and it's you know uh, he got Harbaugh over there. Really, probably gonna care about him. So exactly. Um, another amazing value pick on the defense side of the ball. Round three, number 76 overall, they took Travis Jones, defense tackle out of UConn. Um, Travis Jones should have gotten the late first, if you ask me. That's yeah, it was... I would have taken him. An- another defensive, or another um, defensive player that my commander should have taken. He should have been the pick at number 48, but... What a great value pick that was. Our, I mean... Matt Reza was definitely the best value pick of the draft, but Travis Jones, I think, is right up there at number two for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had six fourth-round picks, which I'm surprised that they took all of these picks. Yeah. I, you know, they were posting, like, social media was posting a lot about the Ravens. Uh <laughs> six fourth round picks leading up to uh day three and i didn't think they were gonna pick all of them either but you know ended up did surprisingly i mean Um, with the first one yeah first one being daniel filet great pick such a high ceiling um you know really good developmental piece at 110 i thought he was gonna go day two yeah i thought he was gonna be a second round pick should have been a second round pick yeah, I was, you know, when the Dolphins had their their picks, so I was really crushing over him. Uh, I wanted him in the second round. Jalen Amore Davis um, for their next fourth round pick. He's that was a good pick out of Alabama too. Good value pick. He could have yeah. been a day two pick. Yeah, no, I really like this corner class. It was pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, so I think him falling that far was kind of justified. But again. They just did not miss on really any of these picks. They also took another cornerback in the fourth round with their last fourth round pick, um, and Demarion Williams out of Houston, which was, in my opinion, one of the diamond in the refs in this cornerback class. And their cornerback room is hurting, so taking two cornerbacks in the fourth round was a good move by them. The, the one thing that um, puzzled me a little bit was they took two tight ends in the fourth round. And Charlie Kalar, which is probably the best receiving tight end in this in that class, and then Isaiah Likely, another receiving tight end. Yeah, you know, I understand snagging two tight ends. Uh, you know, we were talking about last episode. Cam was saying that you know they run that kind of schemes, very kind of run heavy. You know, you need blockers, but it's just Charlie Kalar. Yeah, it makes sense, but I don't like the Isaiah Likely pick at all that's probably the one pick i really don't like you know he can't really block he's he's kind of he runs goofy you know his form isn't really all there it's kind of just catches he's he's like a mike Kiseki, you know yeah. so I, you know he'll probably just get buried on the depth chart yeah. but it's not a bad pick you know he'll he could step up uh if injuries happen so i, I mean i definitely think isaiah likely should have been a fourth round pick um, but after taking Charlie Kolar in the fourth round, I mean, what's the point of taking Likely? So that's the only reason I don't like that pick. 
And another pick I didn't like, Jordan Stout was a good punter, but they took him over Matt Rizzo. So Yeah. Instant instant not a but I mean he's still he was punter too. Still gonna be a good Well yeah, Jordan Stout is yeah, he's really good as well, but uh, I saw I saw a few things saying that Arise he you know, he's on Arise's level, honestly. Uh Matt Arise just kinda got some social media hype I don't know about recently. That. He's, nah, he's he's up there, man. He he, he kicks, bro. He is not, not, his percentages are kind of crazy. Bro, his touchbacks. Matt Matt Arizo very nice. Punter one in the NFL. The, the punt god. The moment he I'm mad the, the Bills. I'm mad the Bills got him. Yeah, that was the best thing of the draft. If we're being honest, another amazing value pick though, in round six, number one ninety six overall, Tyler Beatty out of Missouri. Um, he was my. I had him as running back three in this class. I know I know a lot of people running that, back three. that were as high as um, on him as I was. Um, he should have been at the round, third round pick, in my opinion, easily. But he fell well, the six. Yeah, teams are finally realizing that you don't need a good running back so early. And, you know, there's always running backs. Uh, if you look at all these draft classes, there's always, you're always going to find good running backs that you can plug and play into certain systems oh, and stuff. Yeah. I, I really like Tyler Beatty though. Uh, I think it, it's an amazing pick. They got him in, like in the 200s or something. Oh, I think it was near the 200. Yeah. Yeah, it's just another great value. It's they're obviously you've seen a trend here. They're just getting great value at all these picks. Yeah, I I understand not taking running back early. Like I agree, you shouldn't take running back early. But there were so many running backs that went over Tyler Beatty. That's yeah, that's fair. It's such a good value pick. Um, moving on to the Bengals. Oh wait, sorry, we didn't give him a grade. Um, but uh, e- easy A plus for me. Yeah, A plus as well. Moving on to the Bengals here. Um, they they started off really good in this draft class. Um, they took Daxton Hill out of Michigan, DB out of Michigan. Um, that was. A great pick, in my opinion. He definitely should have been a mid to late first. What's your thoughts on yep. Jackson Hill? Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I like this corner. As I said last uh, last team, I really like this corner class. I thought they could have went, you know, like I liked Andrew Booth over him, but they're pretty neck and neck for me. Andrew Booth ended up falling a decent bit. Yeah, uh, I don't remember was, exactly where he went in the mid second. Yeah, so. No, that's a good pick, though. A great pick for them. And then in the second round, they went another defensive back, um, Cam Taylor Britt, out of um, Nebraska. So they went two DBs um, in the two highest rounds. I mean, it makes sense. DB was their highest need after um, they started yeah. their O-line a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything really points it to them going DB early because, you know... You have Eli Apple starting in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you you go you get um, Lael Collins. They sign Ted Karras and the dude from the Bucks. I forgot his name. But uh, who they sign? Kappa. Yeah, Alex Kappa. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you sign three uh, solidified starters. You gotta get that next position. Uh, covered up so I, I just would have went um nick cross over cam taylor Britt, but 
that's the only knock I have on that pick. Um, in round three, they went Zachary Carter out of Florida. Um, they definitely needed some depth on the interior D-line, and Zachary Carter was a top 10 defensive tackle in this class. Um, and it was a late third, so that was a solid pick. Um, they also got some O-line depth in Cordo. Love a good Florida, man. Out of North Dakota State in the fourth round. Um, North Dakota State actually always has at least one solid alignment, it seems like. So that was that was a solid pick as well. And then in the fifth and seventh round, they went Tyson Anderson, Stacey out of Toledo, and Jeffrey Gunter, defensive end out of Coastal Carolina. So I thought Bengals' class was a solid B. Yeah, it's a solid. I really like their um, really like their day three. So that's what that's what gives it a beat to me. Yeah, their day three in Daxon Hill. I love Daxon Hill. I think he's yeah. a stud. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Browns. I'm not a big fan of the Browns. Um, Jeff Class. They had some good picks. Um, their first pick, I really like Martin Emerson, out of Mississippi, cornerback out of Mississippi State. I like that pick. Um, what's your thoughts on uh, Martin Emerson? It's a pretty good pick. What was that? Where'd they pick him at? Uh, 68 overall. 68, yeah. And the, yeah he's, they had a cornerback need, so. Yeah, they did. And, you know, uh, they have Denzel Ward on the other side. He's pretty fast, dude. You get you get the size with um, Martin Emerson. Yeah. It's hard, so you know it's always need um, always good to get a press corner. Yeah, and then um, after after Martin Emerson, they ended up taking Alex Wright, defensive end of UAB at seventy eight overall. I wasn't a big fan of that pick. I thought Alex Wright could have gone later in the draft than round three. But then right after that, they ended up. Um, Taking a pick that I'm a big fan of, David Bell, at number ninety nine, number ninety nine overall wide receiver out of Purdue. Um, David Bell could have easily been a second round pick to me. If you look at the wide receivers that won in the second round, he was better than a few of those wide receivers. Um, when you look at David Bell, he broke out at a very early um, age. He had good protection at Purdue. Purdue. Um, I think that's a great pick, and he's going to be a great wide receiver too, opposite of. Mark Cooper. Yeah, I like the pick as well. I definitely need to um, address receiver. And obviously, the Odell Jarvis thing didn't really work out. So, you know, they want to get homegrown talent now. Uh, like, I thought he could have won a little later. But, you know, it's a good pick. So, you think he could have gone later? Yeah. I, I think he should have gone earlier. Because you had guys like. Tyquan Thornton going in round two. Well, that doesn't count. It's, it's Patriots. They drafted Cole Strange right. in the first. My dad. Um, in the fourth round, the Browns. Another pick I really like. Um, I went away overall. They went Perry on Winfrey. Yep. D-tack Love that Oklahoma. pick. Um, he could have easily Stud. been a second round pick, in my opinion, also. Second or third round pick, so that's a good value pick. But then, yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, but then this is when their draft kind of starts 
falling apart. Cade York, kicker out of LSU in the fourth round. Should not have gone as high as round four, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he was the first, second best kicker in the class, but I don't think um, good enough to go in round four. Then they went Jerome Ford, running back out of Cincinnati in round five. Um, I just didn't see the really the reason to take a running back this early. Um, you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, obviously, and then you have um, Demetric Felton. Dearness Johnson. Yeah, Dearness Johnson. Yeah, he's so he's probably gonna just get buried on that. That yeah, it was a little early. Yeah, one fifty six. Very really odd. Make the roster, so I would have taken a receiver there. Yeah, I they did take a receiver, um, but their next pick uh, in round six with Michael Woods, the second out of Oklahoma. I did really like that pick, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's good value. They bounced back a little bit with that pick, with the good value pick. And then uh, Isaiah Thomas, um, round seven, and Dawson Dean center out Texas Tech in round seven. Actually, I actually do like the Dawson Dean pick. I think that was a good value pick. I think he should have gone way higher in day three. Yeah. But they had some good, they had some pretty solid picks, and then they had some picks I'm not a fan of. Um, I think I'd give this class a C plus. Going over it with I gave it a C before, but going over it a little bit more with you um, right now, I think I like it a little bit more than I thought I did. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it a C plus. Yeah, I was gonna say a uh, solid B for me. Yeah, so you're you're way higher on it than I am, but definitely not a bad class. Moving on to the AFC East, we're gonna start off with the team who had the second best draft in the whole NFL, in my opinion, um, with the New York Jets. They uh, they started off at number four overall, taking Sauce Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati, in my opinion, was the best cornerback in the class. They could have won, um, they could have won a couple different routes here, but Sauce, I think, was a fine pick. I maybe would have gone Kayvon with number four overall yeah. over Sauce, but Sauce would have been number two on my board in that scenario, so I don't mind Sauce at all at number four. Yeah, you know, I was, when I was mocking, uh, I also had Kayvon going to the Jets, but now I think about it, you know, Derek Sinley goes three, you kind of got to make a move, because he's not going to be there at ten, obviously. Yeah, definitely not. And, you probably don't have the means to trade up, and if you do trade up, you're not getting, you know, Jermaine Johnson and Brees Hall. So, uh, really good pick for them. You know, New York kind of just got gifted, like, this whole draft. Yeah, really. Uh, Garrett Wilson falls to 10, which is yeah, I mean, a sick receiver, and it should have been Garrett Wilson. It should not have been Drake London. So, great pick at number 10 for them. Yeah, I love that. And then they had a third uh, first round pick, which they traded up to get Andrew Johnson, who was supposedly going to be a top 10 to 15 pick, and then the following to 26. So that was a huge value pick as well. And another trade up, um, they traded up in the second, in the early second of with uh, the New York Giants, and number 36 <sighs> pick Brees Hall. Um, yes. 
That, that one hurts, honestly. It's going to hurt a lot. Seeing him in the Jets, you know, I loved him. Uh, my clear running back one, as, as for a lot of people, yeah, as in yourself. Just another amazing pick for them. I know you're kind of hoping um, he would be a Dolphin. Well, yeah, I mean... Once the Dolphins traded for um, traded for Riku, that dream was kind of over. But you know, uh, it's actually a really good fit for him and for the Jets too. Uh, Michael Carr Jr. and him are going to be really good together. Yeah, I like. I think Brees Hall is going to be the first, second down guy to start out, and Michael Carr is going to be a third down guy. But I think um, as the year progresses. Um, Brees Hall is going to get more and more. Yeah, I heard I heard on Twitter they're, they're going to open the season 60-40, Carter. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wait, so 60-40 in Brees Hall's favor or Carter's favor? That Carter's favor. Really? Yeah. All right, that's interesting. I would have thought 60-40 in Brees Hall's favor. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be like that for a while either one of them, but I think it's good because I honestly think they're going to play really well off each other. Yeah, I, I think they will. But so, you know, either way you, you run it, I think it's going to work. I do think at some point Brees Hall will just overtake Mike Carter completely, and Mike Carter will just get like 15 to 20% of snaps because Brees Hall yeah. is a better rusher, and he can be a good receiver too. So I do, yeah. think, I do think it's going to be less and less of a committee as Brees Hall progresses. Yeah, probably. Um, in round three, they took Jeremy Rucker, tied out of Ohio State. A great story here. Um, Jeremy yeah. Rucker is, has been a Jets fan his whole life. So that was a great story, and I think it was a good value pick as well. Because mm-hmm. I have to agree. They signed CJ Zuma and Tyler Conklin, but like, they don't have high ceilings at all. I think all. they're both on one years. Yeah, I'm... Zuma might be on a multi-year, yeah, I'm not sure. Zuma might be two, two years, but either yeah. way, Jeremy Rucker can easily overtake them. So, that's a solid pick. And then um, in round four, they went Max Mitchell off of the tackle out of Louisiana. Um, that was another great pick. Uh, such, it's such good value. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to start for them at all. Um, I, don't, I don't think so. But, I mean, you always need depth on that O-line. So, if an injury comes, he'll be ready. And then they also went um, with their last pick um, in the draft in the fourth round. They went Michael Clemens, defensive end out of Texas A&M. Um, they needed some DN depth for sure after passing on... Uh, after, I'm sorry, I don't know what I was about to say there. But they definitely need some DN depth. So, with the last pick, they, uh, they got a... Solid D out of Texas A&M. So I would give yeah. this class also an A+. Plus. Yeah, sadly, I have to give it an A+, plus as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on to the Bills. They had a pretty solid class as well. Um, They're really good. Really good drafts. Yeah, not like a super eye-popping draft, but I, I think it was... I think it was pretty solid. They started off with Carol Alam, cornerback out of Florida, at number twenty-three overall. They um, they traded up a little bit to get him, then didn't they? Yeah, because um, they, they might have. Yeah, because um, Baltimore traded Hollywood for pick twenty-three, and they traded up yeah, they pick did 25, trade up pick twenty-three to get him. Yeah. So um, 
he was. I would have went Daxon Hill over Care Alarm Alarm. And I actually, I was a big fan of Care Alarm. I was too. So I actually, I actually like the pick. I, I mean, I like the pick. It's a fine pick, but um, I did. I think I would have gone Daxon Hill over him, but I don't mind the pick at all. It's, I mean, it's still a great pick. And then um, the second round, number sixty-three overall, they took James Cook, running back out of Georgia. Um. I have a little bit mixed feelings about this pick. What's your thoughts on this pick? I was a big fan of James Cook, so I like it. I mean, I think I think he can be a product of uh, Josh Allen because you know they haven't been they haven't been great at running the ball, but you know he could he can uh, pop out of pass formations, and I think that'll help him a lot. I, I think they just need to commit to him, though, if they're going to do something, because committees really haven't worked for them in the last few years. Yeah, I just, but, I mean, I just think round two is a little early for him, and Devin Singletary was kind of coming into his own at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't think he's going to take away anything uh, this season, you know? Do you think it'll be like a 50-50 split this season? No, not at all. I don't think he's going to play as big of a role as you, you think. Are you talking about Singletary? No, no, no oh, Cook. Cook. Uh, okay. Even though he went so early, I just think, you know, he's coming into the draft. I don't think he's uh, ready for that type of workload. I just, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I but, you know he could be he could turn into something special. He's a high ceiling. In round three, um, they went Terrell Bernard, linebacker out of Baylor. I really like this pick. I thought Terrell Bernard was definitely a top um, four linebacker in this class, top four or five linebacker in this class. So I thought that was mm-hmm. a really good value pick there. In round five, they took Khalil Shakir. Why do you see about Boy State, who everybody seems to love Shakir? So yeah, that's a good value pick as well. Um, him and Kyle Phillips were two of my favorite diamond in the rough wide receivers. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then round six, they want the pump god, Matt Reza. The pump god, straight up. Yeah, I really like that pick. Uh, in my opinion, was the. Uh, best value pick of the draft I hope he can punt in the cold because you know they signed Matt Hawk did not work (laughs) I tried to tell him tried to tell him he couldn't punt in the cold but so um hopefully he gets used to it how do you feel having to play against the punt god two times a year um I'm excited I hope he can hope he can punt in Miami at least (laughs) And then um, the next three picks, they went Christian Benford, cornerback of Villanova, Luke Tenuta, offensive tackle of Virginia Tech, and Balin Spector, linebacker out of Clemson. Um, I would give this class a B plus. Um, as I said before, it's not like crazy eye popping, but I think it's a very solid class. Uh, I'd go to B just because Alam really, I think. James Cook is a little high, and their their day three wasn't anything special outside of Arise's kind of just depth pick, so go with a B. All right. Um, 
going to move on to the Dolphins. Um, how about you open us up on the Dolphins, Mark? I will gladly. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> Miami Dolphins coming into this. Uh, only four picks. After trading for best wide receiver in the league, Tyreek Hill. Mm, interesting. <laughs> interesting pick there. Yep, break that down. Wide receiver one this year with Tua Tungvaluwa. Anyway, 102 overall. Uh, it's round three. They go Channing Tindall. I actually love this pick. Uh, I wanted him or Chanel here. But looking at it now, I like Tindall a lot more. He's just, he, he's so explosive. I, I do like Tindall so, a lot. He's just so fast. Uh, I think he's really good outside of Jerome Baker, or next to Jerome Baker. I think they're going to get him going right away. It's going to be a immediate impact linebacker for them. What do you think about um, round four selection? Loved it. Eric Zakanma. Sleeper, wide receiver. Really? I, From what I've seen, he's just kind of like a jump ball wide receiver. No. No, you've seen wrong. You've seen wrong. wrong. This guy, he does it all. Uh, he takes snaps in the backfield. He's explosive. Hard to tackle. He, he's a good player. He's a really good player. Uh, I'm surprised. You know, a lot of people don't know about him. Like, I'm surprised he's from Texas Tech. He's a pretty good name. School, but yeah, very good player. I um, think he has a high ceiling, has potential, uh, you know. He's not going to do anything crazy year one, I don't think, I mean, unless yeah, just a injuries call for it. Tyreek, yeah. um, Waddle, and Cedric Wilson. But I really do think in in like two or three years he can be some. He could be a starter, be something special. Then you had two round round seven selections. Yeah, Cameron Goody, uh, depth pick. I like it though. Our uh, depth was kind of. Dolphins depth is kind of poor. Outside of, like, Landon Roberts. And he doesn't even... Barely even lines up at edge. So, I think... Decent pick. Nothing special. Depth pick. Then they go... KSU QB. Skylar Thompson. To his replacement. Yep. Dolphins QB. That's Teddy Bridgewater's replacement, actually. That's to his replacement. To, nah, uh, but uh, and his underthrow to Tyreek Hill. Hey, Tyreek Hill tweeted a video of him throwing perfectly. <laughs> I felt like shut I down the room. That. That's actually such. That's actually such a good teammate for that, bro. He posted like you know the video. He posted that video like he quote tweeted it. No one, no Dolphins person at the social media wanted to tweet that. But. Oh wait, so so um, Tyreek posted the video. of yeah, he posted that, that oh. himself. Okay, he right. posted a little montage himself. Uh, That's I, W I teammate. No. That's such a W teammate. So but yeah, Skylar Thompson's cool. He'll uh, he'll throw down the the practice squad. But <laughs> he's cool, man. He's he's a good um he's a good person. I gave this class a C. Yeah, I'd give it a C plus just because, I mean. Their first pick was in the. No, nah, their first pick was 102. But I, nah, I'd give it a C plus just because I think they really hit on those first two picks. Alright, that's fair. 
I'm moving on to the Patriots. Oh, it's a really, this is a fun one. The biggest loser of this class, easily, in my opinion. Um, they started off with a bang in round one. Literally. <laughs> I had, okay. had a lot of people, had a lot of Pats fans. You're sitting at 21, right? On the floor. You're sitting at 21. Or with a 22. It was one of those picks. You have guys like Jermaine uh, Johnson right there for you. And you trade down to 29. Okay. So maybe you're thinking someone's going to fall to you or you have a plan. Well, their plan was taking Cole Strange guard out of, out of Chag- Chattanooga. Um... <laughs> the Rams stopped whether they be on the board with their what was that fourth round pick. Um, yeah, the Dolphins also um, visit had a visit with them. Y- yeah, I mean you turn on his film and he looks it's like a fourth, he looks like a fourth round pick. It is atrocious. I'm not like you turn on that those pro uh, not the Pro Bowl us uh, Senior Bowl oh my practice gosh. clips he was, he was so bad. <laughs> is. His form is... He looks like a high schooler. He looks like me. He looks like me, honestly, Dude, suiting up. He was getting raped. Absolutely. If you put my raped. film... If you put my film... My uh, my huddle film <laughs> next to Cole Strange, honestly, I, like, I might look better than him. His will. form... His form was awful. He's just... He's, he has T-Rex arms. You know, I think... I feel bad for Cole Strange because... You know, everyone's just cooking him absolutely just destroying him you know but if he won in the fourth round like you know it wouldn't have been that big a deal yeah. it would honestly feel bad for him I, but too, but I hope this is horrible i hope uh pat not pat uh bill can develop him a little bit <laughs> you know this is a classic uh bill Belichick master class pick but their first round picks never pan out so i'm not expecting anything um no in round two, they went Tyquan Thornton, um, traded up for him. Uh, another really bad pick. Yeah, he's literally he's he's literally just fast. He's yeah, he had the fastest forty yard dash in the combine. That's the only strength I'll give him. Um, he's. But, I mean, this guy is like, um, this is another like day three wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you traded up. I was like, oh. Maybe. 50 overall, by the way. Yeah, like, if you were going to go wide receiver, Sky Moore was there. George Pickens was there. David oh, my Bell, God. Guys like, guys like that. But you want Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor. It's another horrible pick. They don't really make up for it much in round in round three. They go Marcus Jones, cornerback out of Houston. <laughs> I do like the pick, though. I think that, I think that was their, their best pick. No, I don't think it was their best pick. Their best pick was definitely the next pick, Jack Jones, cornerback of Arizona State. I think he was a top ten. Really, player. I like. I'm a fan of Marcus Jones. I don't think Marcus Jones was a top ten cornerback in the class, but I think Jack Jones was a top seven, seven cornerback in the class. So I actually like the Jack yeah. Jones pick. Oh. But then they go back to being bad picks after that. Um, she was strong in round four. Pierre Strong Jr. running back out of South Dakota State. Um, yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> and then they're gonna have a four-headed backfield this year, it looks like. So that's gonna be weird. Then in the fourth round, they also want Bailey Bailey Zappe, quarterback at West 
Becky. I mean, he he's gonna be the goat. He broke records, so that's the that's the Mac Jones placement right there. Uh, I've 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 I never heard of him before the draft. I I want to know that. Yeah, like I saw I saw six thousand passing yards. I was like, what? And sixty-two touchdowns. Yeah, he was. I don't know. Like he was probably playing like Albuquerque State or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, um, like that's the next Tom Brady. This was another reach, but and then, yeah. I don't, Oh my God! Why did they draft him at one thirty-seven? Yeah, I, I don't. Understand. Bill Bel- see, Bill Belichick Texas doesn't care. That's the problem. <laughs> he let his dog. He lets his dog take his selections. You don't know ball. <laughs> For overall, and then round six, they take another running back, Kevin Harris out of South Carolina. Um, Tyler Brady was right there. So, and then another two. Round six selections, Sam Roberts, defensive tackle out of Northwest, Missouri State. That just sounds like a school that the Patriots draft from. Um, and then Jason Hines, guard out of LSU. And then with their seventh round pick, they took Andrew Stuber, guard out of Michigan. So some defensive line and offensive line depth there, but what a horrible, horrible draft. There's only one pick I like here. Um, I'm going to give their draft a D minus. It was just pretty horrible all around. Yeah, I mean, wish I could give it an F, but you never know with prospects, so I'll give it a D as well. Yeah, I'm not going to go as far to give it an F, but a D minus or a D, uh, I'll certainly give it that. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the AFC West here, where we got the Kansas City Chiefs to start out. Um, they had a really, really good draft pick, in my opinion. Um, started out strong, taking my cornerback three in this class with Trent McDuffie. That was a really good pick. They had to need a cornerback. Took him at 21 overall when he could have easily been a top 18 pick. Oh, yeah, that was an amazing pick. I think the uh, they traded up for him too, right? Yeah, they traded with New England. Oh, yeah, they didn't even... I think they got good value as well. Yes. Yeah. So they gave up good value, I yeah. would say. So, great pick. Good trade. Yeah. Um, and then, at number 30, they took George George Kralestis, defensive end out of Purdue, who I thought should have been a top 20 to... Like that pick? Um, ...pick in this class, so... Oh. Another great value pick. And then, in round two, they also traded down with New England... Um, New England took, as we know, Tyquan Thornton with pick 50. <laughs> well, the Chiefs traded down and took the much better wide receiver in the Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. I mean, I'm just saying, Sky Moore in fantasy is going to be amazing. Um, I, I like Sky Moore. I think, um, yeah, I think he's going to be fit with Patrick Mahomes really well. I think Andy Reid is going to really get him involved. He was a definitely a top 8 to 10 wide receiver in this class, so good pick there as well. What do you think about that Sky Moore pick? Yeah, I love the pick. You know, it really shows what the league thinks about Bill Belichick's GM skills because they really, they risked Sky Moore trade down four spots. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, it's Really good pick. I mean, 
It's just a, it's probably a dream for him to play with Mahomes. Any of these receivers yeah. can't be can't be mad at that. So he's probably ecstatic. But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. They're like, oh well, it's just Bill Belichick, so he's not gonna draft anyone good. So we'll just trade down with them. Um, the next pick in the second round, at number sixty-two overall, is like Brian Cook, safety out of Cincinnati. Um, this is the first pick I didn't necessarily like. I don't think he's a top ten safety in the class, so not not the best value in round two. But I mean, the other three um, picks before this were amazing, so not the end of the world there. Um, they Then they followed it up um, in day two um, and in the third round, numbered 103 overall. I think Leo Chanel, linebacker at Wisconsin. In Great my, pick. Yes, he was a top three linebacker in the class, in my opinion. So, amazing pick there. Amazing value. Um, you wanted, you were hoping your Dolphins were, were going to take him yeah, him or Tindall really was going to be happy with it. And I was Great hoping player. the commanders were going to take him at number 98 overall. But uh, Yeah, I thought he could have went way earlier. He should have won. He was, he he won was sitting the there for a round. while. He should have been a second round pick in my opinion. Um, And then round four, they took Joshua Williams, cornerback out of Fayetteville State. Um. I think I think he's a diamond in the rough. I don't think he was a top 10 cornerback in the class, but I do think he was a little bit of a diamond in the rough. I think he was a top top 12 cornerback in the class. I mean, not a bad pick at all. They needed even more cornerback depth after taking Trent McDuffie. So definitely a solid pick. Then they went um, in round five, Darion Kennard, offensive tackle out of Kentucky. I really like this pick. What do you think about this such pick? A good, such a good pick. Uh, amazing value. Yeah, round five was pretty good value for him. And then they had three seventh-round picks. Um, they went Jalen Watson, cornerback of Washington State. Isaiah um, Pacheco, Pacheco, sorry, running back from out of Rutgers. And then Nazi Johnson, safety out of Marshall. So I gave this draft class an A. I thought they were one of the biggest winners in the class as well. What would you give this class? Give it a nice B plus. Alright, that's fair. I do like it though. It's not nothing against um, any of these players. But it's just not an A for me. Very good class though. Alright. Moving down the line on the AFC West. We got the Denver Broncos. Uh, they were picking kind of late as, uh, you know, it's a common trend in this draft because everyone decided to trade for superstars this year. Yeah, so they got their first quarterback. Yep, got Russell Wilson. So, uh, in accordance to that, they're picking 64 overall. They got Nick Benito out of Oklahoma. I like the pick. I mean... I guess they're trying to fill fill needs, I, but I would have tried. Linebackers over him, though. Yeah, I would have tried going to free agency for that. Um, it's not a horrible pick. Might might be a little bit of a reach in some people's eyes, but I think it, I think it definitely was a reach. 
Yeah. I think you could say it's a reach. Um, yeah, he's kind of the only really pro about that is, I guess you can, I guess you could say he kind of has some Bradley Chubb traits. So I, you know, it's it's not it's just not a great not a great pick. <laughs> Nowhere near as beast of a man as Bradley Chubb is. Uh, next up. Yo, Greg Dulcich. Dulcich, how do you feel about that pick? I actually really like this pick. Um, a lot of people thought they went tight end way too early, but I think taking Greg Dulcich this early was just fine. Um, I also thought he was one of the better tight ends in this class. Um, so I think that was a good pick. I mean, Albert O is... He's okay, but it's not like it's going to hurt taking a third-round flyer on Dolchik to see if he's better than Alvaro. So, I think that was a fine pick. Yeah, it is a fine pick. Again, they're trying to fill obvious needs. I do like Alvaro. Uh, and, uh, again, like you said, this isn't going to affect him in the slightest. But Noah Fant was getting 100 targets for the last two years, so obviously they like tight ends. Right. So, it's a good pick for what they're trying to do. Next up, they go cornerback out of Pitt, Damari Mathis. I really like this pick. I thought Damari Mathis was a top 10 cornerback in the class, and they definitely had a big needed cornerback. So. Yeah, I like this as well. You know, he's, he's pretty strong, dude. Uh, plays plays with his body. Uh, ball skills, nice. He's just not as fast as a lot of the other corners in this draft but pretty raw dude I like the pick uh, especially at 115 yeah I thought it was good value. not a bad pick at all and you can never have too many corners exactly. unless you're picking Noah Igbenogany over Jonathan Taylor but <laughs> anyway um, Iowa State PSD. they go back to back here Iowa State Ioma Uwazirkriki Cannot pronounce that, but it's a hard name to pronounce. Six six three sixteen at Iowa State. How do you feel about him? Um, I think it's a little bit of a reach. I think he could have gone more like round five, and yeah, did I already? I just don't think it was much of a need either. But I no. mean, it's the end of round four so I don't think it was or not that sorry not the end of round four but it was a round four pick and they're just going for depth so I don't hate it yeah clearly a depth pick because uh, he's kind of old I think he might be 25 when he enters the team he just turned 24 this month oh uh, okay so 24 yes yeah, a little old still very old yeah Nothing crazy though um after 40 picks, at 152, they go DeLaren Turneriel out of Oklahoma. Safety. Um, again, kind of just another depth pick thrown in here. Yeah, the rest of these picks are really just depth picks. I do like the Montreal Washington pick um, at 162 overall. 
I mean, he probably won't amount to anything. I mean, Jerry Judy was just arrested, so. We'll um, see. he was arrested. <laughs> I mean, I, it was a misdemeanor. He'll 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 get out, but. Yeah, uh, I did like the Montreal Washington pick. You won't amount to anything for them, but he'll be solid depth. Yeah, they just had a whole lot of. I think this, I think this draft class would have looked better if they didn't have so many like day three picks because they went really. They didn't even try to find any like high ceiling skill guys. They go Luke Wattenberg at one seventy one center out of Washington. Then they go Matt Heising, Henningsen, two oh six Wisconsin D tackle, and at two thirty two. They go Wisconsin cornerback Fayon Hicks. Yeah, so just kind of oh. a lot of depth there. Yeah. Um, I'd give it C, C plus. Yeah. Maybe C, even C minus somewhere. It's C just pretty mid. Yeah. Yeah, just C. I'd give it a C. As well. Next up. Yeah, the Chargers. How'd you feel about their draft? Before we talk about it, roughly. Actually, I actually like their draft. Um, the thing I like the most is their round one selection. Um, yep. I'm a huge fan of Zion Johnson. I, he was one of the yeah. guys I was hoping my commanders would have taken in the first <laughs> round. Um, Zion Johnson. Commander would have, Carson would have liked that. He really would have liked that because. We're not going to talk about. The, I'm not going to go too in depth with the commanders here, but um, <laughs> I I really like this pick. I think Zion Johnson was definitely deserving of a even a top um, eleven to fifteen pick if the team would have taken him in there. So I think I think that was an amazing pick. Yeah, I love that pick, um, especially at seventeen. You know, he's rising the boards the last few months. Uh, he was a late first, like, two months ago. I'm really glad he went to 17 overall. Yeah, I agree. Um, they were on the clock for a while, so... At 79, they go JT Woods, safety out of Baylor. Um, I don't think it was a bad pick, but I think Nick Cross went after him, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Uh, so... That's, yeah, that's kind of... That's what puts it... As a, and um, Dane Belton was a better safety as well, and he went um, he went after him. So I would have, yeah, Nick Cross went almost 20 picks after JT Woods. I mean, JT Woods is a fine player, but I would have gotten Yeah, I like JT Woods. He's fast, dude. I think he has good vision as well. Uh, so if you, could, if you can groom him, you know, I think he'll turn into a, a decent safety. Yeah, it's just the fact that... Um, Got to like a lot more went over him or went behind him. Yeah. Um, up next they go Isaiah Spiller, one of one twenty three overall, running back of Texas A and M. How do you feel about that pick? Um, I'm not a huge Isaiah Spiller fan, but I like the positional um, pick here because it was Austin like Eckler. Obviously, he's their their guy. But then after him, it was yeah. Justin Jackson, Larry Roundtree, Joshua Kelly, guys like that. Um, those guys are just, they simply are not um, running back to guys. They needed someone to be able to 
come in for Austin Eckler when he needs a breather. They need someone to be able to come in um, on third and short and goal line. And Isaiah Spiller is going to be a better guy for that than Justin Jackson or Larry Roundtree or Joshua Kelly. So I thought it was a fine pick. Yeah, I love that pick. I think especially such good value, you know, as you said, Joshua Kelly and these other guys, they've been kind of rotating in when Eckler needs a breather, he gets hurt. You know, they they do fine, but they're just nothing special. So I think it's a great pick, great value for them. 160, they go. Otito Agbanya, a UCLA. 195, they go Jamari Saylor, Georgia guard. Um, it's a noticeable one. Tasir Taylor, 214. I actually like that pick. Yeah, I do as well. Uh, again, really never have enough pick. corners. Yeah, also, I, where'd he go? 214. It's a pretty good pick. Um. 236, they go cornerback again out of Mississippi. Dean Leonard. And pretty deep cornerback class, uh, as you can see. Wide range of corners going everywhere. Uh, then they end their draft with Purdue fullback Xander Horfath. So, A lot of depth picks there. It's, it's cool. I gave their, Would you grade them? I gave them a B. B. I really like their first round pick and give him a a B minus. Yeah, I do really like Zion Johnson. It's fair. It's fair. Right. To end the AFC West, we're going to Las Vegas, where the draft took place. Uh, Raider Nation. They've never been too good at drafting, or at least in the recent years. Uh, but they did, they did their thing a little bit. Ninety was their first pick. Again, another team picking late because Devontae Adams in question this time. So ninety, they go Memphis guard Dylan Parham, and I don't know if you remember like. A year ago, they were mocking him way higher. Um, I actually really like this pick. I think he should have been a second-round pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. Um, he was probably a top, top five interior line, line guy in this, in this class. Yeah, I was just going to say, very good uh, value for him at 90. 30 picks later, they go Zamir White out of Georgia. Again, Josh. stacked running back class as usual. Josh Jacobs replacement right there. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. They declined his fifth-year option. Josh Jacobs and his eight kids. <laughs> Josh Jacobs and his 3.3 yards per carry. He's, I hate... We can save this for another video, but I hate, like, his his fans. Like, they're, they're so delusional. All right, all right. Josh Jacobs isn't bad, but he's just not top 10. We have a Raiders um, fan that's a friend of ours that will die on the... NFL draft. analyst Trent Millenmeister, one of my close friends. will die on the Josh Higgins is top 10. But, yep. He will. He's, just, he's not top 10 at all. He's top 15, I guess. Maybe. 
Uh, after the Zamir White pick, they go LSU D tackle near Neil Farrell. Um, pretty big dude. Uh, I think he's pretty raw. He gets to the ball. He's pretty fast for his size, but he attacks. He attacks his goals. Yep. Following that, I like they go. Matthew Butler out of Tennessee. Another pretty big dude. Matthew Butler was um, a top six defensive tackle in this class, in my opinion. So I think that was a really good value at number 175. Yep, I like it. Then they go Thayer Munford Jr. O tackle out of OSU at 236. You know, it's a depth pick. And then they pick up another running back from UCLA. What would you grade their draft? You know, I didn't give it as nearly as good a grade before. But after giving it another look, I actually am kind of a fan of this class. Um, I really like Dylan Parham. I like the Zamir White pick because mm-hmm. I think he can be a replacement for Josh Jacobs and I really really like the Matthew Butler pick so I'm actually going to give us a B yeah I was thinking I was thinking C plus uh, B range yeah actually one of the better Raiders draft classes in the recent years in my opinion in recent memory I mean they yeah, I mean, have it's... a first round pick to screw up so yeah, it's hard to tell when you're picking so late. That's why I feel like some of these teams really can't mess up when your first pick is like in the hundreds. Yeah, it's just a bad look. <laughs> but no, like moving it. on. What the hell was that? I I was yawning and I started talking. <laughs> moving on, we're going to the south. Finishing up the AFC here. First up, good old Houston Texans. They had a really good draft class. Yeah. Um. First, they go number three overall, Derek Singley Jr., which was um, it's an interesting pick. Uh, I like Derek Singley Jr. I think he's a great player. I personally would have went elsewhere at if I was uh the GM. Yeah, I don't I don't hate the pick. I mean they're stingly I was kind of Cam kinda of put me in, in my place with um my take on why it wasn't a great pick um last episode and he really enlightened me on why it was a good pick. But I definitely still would have gotten Sauce Gardner over him. No, it is a good. It's a fine pick, yeah. uh, but I would have. I don't even know if I would have went. Well, you know, Texans could have really went anything here. Like, it's not. It's not a bad pick at all. Yeah, I'm. Mean, Lee's talent is undeniable. So. Yeah, I think he's good ceiling. Yeah. Um. Uh, their second first rounder, number fifteenth overall, Kenyon Green of Texas A&M. I love that pick. Uh, I was a huge fan. Of him as well, next to Zion Johnson, uh, some of my favorite online prospects. Uh, I think it's perfect value, perfect pick. 
just makes sense. Again, they really need they really need everything. So I just think Zion Johnson is so much better than him. I think Kenyon Green is more of a late first round guy. So I'm not a huge fan of the pick. I think it's fine, but I, yeah, I think him over Zion Johnson is bad. Yeah, it is a little bit of uh, outrage. But I, I think he's a great player as well. Their next pick is one of my favorite picks in the draft. Jalen Pitray, uh, 37th overall safety out of Baylor. Yeah, he's my safety too. Yeah, great player. Um, he fell a little bit, but not not anything crazy. Yeah, you went early second. I think you should have been a late first, though. So. Yeah, he has good size. Yeah. He's fast. It's a pretty good pick for them. Yeah, and they're just... They're just going to every, every position. Addressing every position at this point, which I think is pretty good. They go to the other side of the ball now. Again, uh, Alabama receiver John Michi, the third... Again, pretty good pick. There's just some better wide receivers on the on the board than him, like George Pickens and Scott. Yeah, honestly, I didn't expect him to go um, that early. A great player, but He's uh, again with stacked classes, with stacked wide receiver classes, uh, yeah. some some other dudes definitely should have went over him. He's gonna get a media opportunity with the Texans because all it's there is Brandon Cooks. And Nico didn't Collins. they? Nico did they Collins not trade too. him? No. What are you thinking? Uh, they didn't trade him. I thought they were gonna. They were talking about it recently. There right? were some. There were some stories, but no. I think. They did actually, they extend him? Yeah, they signed him a two-year two extension. Okay, yeah, it was right before that then, so yeah. I'm not tripping. But no, so. I mean, yeah. Uh, Michi was one of the better route runners in the class. He's a really crisp route runner. But mm -hmm. I think George Pickett and Sky Moore would have definitely been a better pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Texans can take another head case, yeah, per se. That's true. That <laughs> They're true. just, they can't afford it. That is true. Uh, moving on to the third round. Christian Harris out of Alabama again. Uh, Michi's teammate. I like to pick, again, addressing needs. And they're not really reaching... On anyone again, too hard again, besides BG. Fine values, just I think there was better linebackers available. Hmm. Could be right. Leo Chanel was right there. We'll see. Yeah, he was there. Well, I mean, he probably dropped for a reason. It's not the only team that went linebacker over him. But. No, now right. they go. They go running back out of Florida, Damian Pierce. This is a pretty solid pick, in my opinion. I think he's going to be the starter day one. I think he's really? Better. I think he's better yeah, than Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack's pretty... He's, he's coming off that torn Achilles, the Colts, too. The Colts kind of killed Marlon Mack's career. He was so overrated, though. Well, I think he could have been good at one point, but they just they kept him there and, you know... I mean, they had anyway. the opportunity to draft Jonathan Taylor, so they took it and ran with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's not, he's no Jonathan Taylor, but uh, even before Jonathan Taylor, I think they could have moved them. 
this is, you know, he's just kind of wasted there, but. But yeah, Damian Pierce, right. another another instant yeah. opportunity um, for him there. Um, I go D tackle Thomas Booker. I think tight end. I think tight end. You mean D tackle? Oh yeah, I was just gonna roll down these last three. Oh, actually, but, I think oh. Thomas Booker was kind of a diamond in the rough. So yeah, I, I think that'd be a good pick there. Stanford. I think you have the top ten defensive tackle in the class. Okay. Yep. Um, Oregon State tight end Tegan Quitarino at one hundred and seven. Uh, and then they go LSU tackle Austin Decalus at two hundred and five. I think is decent depth pick. I I'd give this class an A minus. I thought it was a really good. Really good class. I'd say B plus. Uh, I'm a little more lenient than you. It seems like. Yeah, I like the class. Uh, I think they did it right. They didn't. They they got every. You know, they got every position. Uh, I think they they're kind of relying on the draft these next few years. Just anyone, any talent. Like if they can hit on literally three of these picks, I think it's a it's a win for them because they're. Just down really bad right now. Yeah, they're in rebuild mode for sure. Moving on to the Colts. Another pretty solid draft class. (laughs) Yeah, first pick. They go Alex Pierce at 53. I Uh, like that pick. I do not. You know, I think they... They traded out... um, I believe, and I think they could have had better players, had better more. receivers. Again, yeah, I don't. I was expecting them to stay there, honestly. But I do think it's a good. Um, I think he's a good fit for them. Yeah, he's in. I mean, he'll start opposite of Michael Pittman. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. Um, big school and didn't have good production at all. But the film isn't bad, yeah. so. He might be solid. Yeah. Um, Virginia tight end, Jelani Woods. I really like this pick. I think he was tight end too in the class. Really? Yeah, he's huge. I think he's, yeah, he's pretty foot. long. He's 6'7. Six, 6'7. Seven. Six, seven. Why did I say 7'? 6'7, seven 260. <laughs> yeah. He could play D tackle if he wanted to. Yeah. No, I, I really um, like that pick. Yeah, it's a pretty good pick. Uh, you know, they like those types of tight ends, big athletes. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it makes sense. It's a Colts pick. Um, Central Michigan O-Tackle, Bernhard Ryman. Um, honestly, for 77, it's a good pick. I saw a lot of mocks at him way higher. He's just kind of old. He is, I think he's going to be a 25-year-old rookie. Yeah. Or 24. If it wasn't for age, he probably would have gone early second. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Um, he's strong. He can move. So, I do like the pick. Uh, at least they didn't reach on him. And they go Nick Cross at 96. Your guy, Nick best, Cross. One of the best picks in the draft. Out of Maryland. Maryland. Top three yeah, players. I really do. really do like that pick. Um, so, they're 4 for 4 here, it looks like. Or 
could be debated three for four. I just I don't think they should have traded out. The the Jelani Wood pick I overhyped a little bit there. I didn't mean to say he was my tight end too, but I do think he was a top four tight end in the class. Yeah, it's a good fit again, like with Alec Pierce. Yeah. Um, they went scheme guys. One fifty nine. They got Eric Johnson out of Missouri State. Decent value. Good depth. Um, one ninety two. Andrew Ogletree. Another Youngstown State tight end. I I I didn't I didn't like that pick, but I mean it's round six, so. Yeah, I mean it's just a lot of a lot of depth guys. Yeah. Same uh, they go Curtis. Yeah. Curtis Brooks, Cincinnati tackle, and you get Yell DB Rodney Thomas. I give this class a B plus. I think it was really solid, especially um, Jelani Woods, Nick Cross. I really like those picks, so I'd give it a B plus. What would you give that draft? A B, a B plus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'd give it a B. I'd give it a solid B. Yeah, and that'd be the B plus range. I think it's it's, it's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of their, those guys are gonna excel in um, the cult system, so that's why I'd give it a B. Moving on to Jacksonville, they shock the world going well not really a shock anymore because it was kind of speculated um the last few days heading up to the draft uh trayvon walker how, how do you feel about that pick why are we talking about oh i'm sorry i thought we were either we we're about to go straight through the time that's my bad um uh my bad no, you're... um yeah it was one of the worst picks in the draft easily Easily one of the worst picks in the draft. I mean, you have Aiden Hutchinson right there. You have Kayvon Thibodeau right there. You have um, Akeem and Evan Neal right there. Um, so yeah. I would I wouldn't have gotten Trayvon Walker until like pick seven. Yeah, when I was doing mocks, I had him dropping to seven and nine most of the time. Yes, I mean. He was like he was like the second fiddle on that Georgia D line. He's very raw. His potential is very high. I mean, he is probably the biggest upside of any edge rusher besides Kayvon. He might even have bigger upside than him, but he also has the biggest bust potential out of the top edges. And you, you yeah, don't, just you, you don't go a guy who has fifty fifty um, boom bust um, with pick one. You don't go. You don't go a guy. Uh, you don't go a guy number one who can't rush the passer. Yeah, you, you go. Or who you don't know can rush the passer because they just did not ask him to do do so. Yeah, they, they didn't ask him to take on a big responsibility at Georgia, so that frightens me. Yeah, lot. you just don't go number one, yeah. and the media tried to make it look like such a good pick. Like I feel bad for some of the. Uh, Jacksonville players, honestly. It, it was a, it was a D. Just wasting, D just wasting um, away. Uh, 
they should have gone Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. But I digress. Yep. Uh, moving on. They go Devin Lloyd uh, at 27. I mean, each was is... a linebacker one. Yeah, it's way better pick than Trayvon Walker. It's, I'm, I do like the, I, do, I do like the pick. I'm I'm anti taking linebacker in the first round, but Devin Lloyd is. Are you? I am. Um, they just they haven't panned out in recent years. Besides, like Kaiser White and Micah Parsons, if you want to call him a linebacker. So. He's he's a he's just a baller. Yeah. So I mean. Devin Lloyd is a great player. It's, it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a, it's like, a good pick. Probably their... It was late first round, so... Easily their one, best. Yeah. It's like one of three good picks in their whole entire draft, yeah. maybe. It's obviously their best one. Um, at 65 overall, they go Luke Fortner from Kentucky. I, I don't get this pick. He's yeah. He's not worth a third round pick. I don't know who scouts um, O-line at Jacksonville... <laughs> But seeing if they they've they've extended Cam Robinson for like three years straight now, like with ridiculous amounts of money. What, what was so? What, what's what's that extension you got recently? It's three years worth more than Teron Armstead. That's all I know. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, or it might even be more than three years. I'm not sure. Um, Chad Muma at. 70th? Good, good, 70th overall. Good player. It just doesn't make sense taking him. Um, I don't even think he's that good of a player. He's... I just feel like he's a little awkward. Like... I, I, think he's I don't know. Like it, he has potential. He's just... He's a little raw. Yeah, he's raw. But you took Devin Lord at 27. You signed... For, you signed for, for yesterday, Ola Kuhn. To what was that? Yeah. Like three or four year deal. Yes, uh, yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were going to take two linebackers in the top three rounds, why did you cut Miles Jack? I, I, don't, I don't get it. That was the Jack. Yeah, I was just going to say they just have wasted linebacker. Yeah, really defensive talent in the last yeah. few years. Yeah, they traded Jalen Ramsey away because they're wasting his talent. Um, just a really. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it's uh it's the Jaguars. Um shout out Sahid Khan. <laughs> great owner. Top one. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he's better than Dan Snyder, that's for sure. One fifty four they go Snoop Connor. Boy, what a bad pick. All miss all miss running back. What wasn't even the best running back on his team and um, you have Tyler Beatty right there if you're going to go running back this early which you shouldn't because you just spent a first round pick on Travis Etienne last year go like an actual good running back instead of Snoop Connor yeah I mean you have I mean I don't know when James Robinson is going to come back because he tore the Achilles last year but if he's not supposed to come back for a while in the season then sign a free agent don't go some Snoop Connor type running back in the fifth round. Yeah, it's a very odd pick. Um, like I've been saying the whole draft or this whole episode, you know, running backs. They have running backs everywhere. Uh, I think going Snoop Connor at one fifty is just a bad pick. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go running back there, go Tyler Beatty. All right. 197, they go Gregory Jr. What, what for Out of college of Wichita Baptist. <laughs> what college is that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't know anything about Gregory Jr. until he got drafted. Yeah, I've never heard of this dude. Um, he's six foot one ninety. Their uh, round pick wasn't a bad pick. Two hundred twenty second is their last pick. They wrap it up with Montark Brown, Arkansas. Yeah, I actually like that pick. I think I think that's a good pick. But I mean, it's seventh round. He's just gonna be a depth cornerback. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just makes, like, the Gregory Jr. pick really bad. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I don't know, it just looks like they're trying to scramble to find, you know, the next Jalen Ramsey <laughs> and make like, fucking day the, the three. The they, yeah, they're just drafting. They're just trying to draft corner. <laughs> better than Gregory Jr. too, so uh, I don't get it. I gave this class a, I give it a D plus. Uh, maybe a C minus. I mean, I like give I, it. I like the Devin Lloyd pick, so. Nah, I'd give it a D. Yeah, actually. No, nah, I'm gonna give it a D. Devin Lloyd. Just because a lot, it just a lot of it doesn't make sense. I'll give it a D plus. Yeah, I don't care how Devin Lloyd is. It's a D plus. Alright, wrapping up the South. Here we got a Tennessee. The Titans had a uh, pretty good draft. Um, it wasn't bad. I liked it. Not you know, they're they kind of. They were coming hard, like, their first few picks, and then they, they went really, like, just depth mode. Um, so, starting off, they go Traylon Burks at 18, trading cool. away uh, yeah. A.J. Brown um, for the 18th overall pick. So, I, Traylon Burks for A.J. Brown. I was actually a fan of this. I mean, obviously, Traylon Burks is no guarantee of becoming A.J. Brown no, uh, but I'm, um, I'm a huge Traylon Burks fan. I thought he was a. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see you know these wide receiver wide receiver trades straight up. Um, obviously we saw with Justin Jefferson it was a little more, but Justin Jefferson for Diggs, uh, you know we saw how that panned out. So yeah. Traylon Burks does a lot on his shoulders. Uh, with I mean Tennessee. They weren't gonna be able to pay AJ Brown because they couldn't meet with the money, and they were able to trade him for pick eighteen. And get Traylon Burks, who plays so much like A.J. Brown. Uh, he's 225. He's a big wide receiver. Plays physical. He's, yep. He's, I like the pick. Uh, I was a be, fan of Traylon Burks. He's going to be the perfect A.J. Brown replacement. He was, in my opinion, the third best wide receiver in this class. So, I, I like this. And I think Traylon Burks can definitely turn into, if not A.J. Brown, then a top 20 wide receiver in the league. I think he'll at least turn into. So, I really like this pick. Yeah, I agree. Um, 35, 35th overall. There you go. Auburn, corner, Roger McCreary. This is a major reach, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's there's better cornerbacks. Especially over Andrew Booth. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an odd pick. Um, Auburn corners haven't been the, the best... In the last few years, coming out. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't get that pick. But, um, 
You know, he, he went up against some pretty good receivers in college. Uh, he's he's I guess, not a bad player, but he shouldn't have gone 35 overall. I guess he has some... He's a high ceiling. I don't think he'll ever be anything special. Yeah. So, don't love the pick, but I see what they're trying to go for. Um, their next pick, they go Nicholas Petit Ferry. I, I think uh, Ohio State O tackle. I think that was an okay pick. I mean, I think he probably should have gone later in the third round or in the fourth round, but um, yeah, I'd agree. I don't think it was a bad pick. Little, little reach. Uh, he's a big dude, though. He's pretty athletic. Uh, has has a little bit of a ceiling. So it's, here's the uh, the most intriguing pick. Of their the entire draft. draft. Of the whole draft. Well, yep. I would say, I guess the most eye-popping pick because people yep. them in they, they go the man of the hour, Malik Willis, out of Liberty. 86 overall. Um, you know, says this has stirred, stirred um, Ryan Tannehill a little bit, making yeah, him feel right, some Ryan type of way. He was, he was not going to mentor him. He's visibly mad, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm not a Malik Willis fan. He's a six I, He's a midget four quarterback, but I mean, he should have been a second round pick probably. He this was definitely a good value pick. So, as much as I'm not a big yeah. Malik Willis fan, this was a really good pick. Yeah, I mean, I this QB class wasn't the best. Um, it's yeah, probably the worst, the worst one we've sure. seen in five or six years. Yeah, but I so, mean, he's a project quarterback. He can turn into. He might be able to turn into a starter. We'll see. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't like. I really don't like the fit. Um, I think the fit is fine at all. I think it's just a little weird. But maybe he'll, you know, it they'll it just sucks that Ryan they'll cater they'll cater to him in a few years. Yeah. Um, it just kind of sucks because I feel like if he doesn't get it going off the bat, you know, Derrick Henry's going to be old in two years. Well, he's like, not going to get it going off the bat because he's going to be sitting on the bench for two years at least, I think. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting what the Titans look like by then. But anything can happen, never know. But um. I don't like this pick for the Titans as much as I do. Like, I like Ritter a lot for the Falcons. I think that was a good fit. And I do like Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. But, you know, we'll never know until it's like 2030. Yeah. And we'll never know until Malik Willis actually freaking take a snap. It won't be for two, <laughs> maybe three years. Yeah. Yeah, so. Gotta see until it's all said and done. Never know what QBs. Uh, anyway, enough harping on Malik Willis. Next, following that Malik Willis pick, they go Hassan Haskins, Michigan running back. Um, it's okay value. Um, they needed running back depth pretty bad. Uh, all they had behind Derek Henry was Dontre Hillard. They lost Deontay Foreman to the Panthers. So Hassan Haskins yep. is a I mean, he plays like Derrick Henry, not in the talent level, but like the way he plays, he plays like Derrick Henry. He's a bigger running back. 
and who knows, maybe in two years when Derek Henry is done, they'll give Hassan Hassan a shot and see how he does. But I don't think that'll be the case. They'll probably draft a running back. But Yeah, he'll probably just get buried I, in I a think, few years. I think he'll be a solid backup for the next couple of years. Yep. Uh, moving on. They go tight end out of Maryland. Uh, Chigzem Okonwu. I was not a fan of this. I mean, it's okay value, but I don't think he should have gone round four. I think um, Isaiah likely would have been a better pick. Yeah. For them. Tra- Charlie Kalar. Honestly. Wait, Charlie Kalar went before him. Never mind. Um, I think yeah, I think he went like ten picks before. Yeah, he went in the one thirty range. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Isaiah likely would have been a better pick. Uh, for the Titans, but it is what it is. Uh, he's six three, two forty. He's fast. I mean, they need to try uh, that. So I think he's pretty. He's pretty raw. He could become something. Who's even there? So, tight end. Is it still Anthony Fersker? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Let's see. Titans depth chart. They go. They go. Kyle Phillips, their next pick, UCLA wide receiver. Oh, Uh, Austin Hooper. What am I thinking? Oh well, Austin Hooper sucks. He sucks too, but he's gonna start over. Yeah. Um, I think this was a major reach. Uh, I'm not. I don't like Kyle Phillips at all. It's kind of. He's kind of like a special teams guy to me. Kyle Phillips is a goat. He's good. You're gonna see. Kyle Phillips is gonna nah, be amazing. I don't think he's NFL ready. Nah, Kyle Phillips, uh, him and him and Tyler Brady are my two favorite um, sleeper guys in this class. Um, I think Kyle Phillips is gonna be great. He has good opportunity too, because um, it's Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, and then after them. Bunch of nobodies, so I think he's gonna instantly be the third option in that wide receiver room, and I think he's gonna be good. I'm I'm part of the Kyle Phillips class. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't like. I don't know. He, he's not that great again. Separation, like on press, uh, he's not the best route runner, but one sixty-three. I guess uh, it's not a bad pick. At 204, they go Tennessee corner, Theo Jackson. Uh, I want to say, he's going to work from the slot, though, so he doesn't have to be good against press. Yeah, he will be in the slot. I, I think he's going to start in the slot, starting this year. Hmm. How do you feel about Theo Jackson? Um, I mean, it's, it, it's actually good value for the sixth round. Um, I like it. He's fast. He he's very rangy, dude. Gets gets around. Um, he chases the ball really well. He has good vision. Uh, for two oh four, I, I really like that pick. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Could have been a fifth round pick easily. So I think that's good. That's good value. Yep. For the sixth round. Uh, at two nineteen, they got Chance Campbell. Uh, wrapping up their draft by the way. Uh, Mississippi linebacker. Um, 
I mean, he's a hard hitter. Um, he can plug holes. He's big too, two thirty-eight. Uh, actually, that's not. Yeah, he's there. a big dude. But um, he ran a four four five seven. That's uh, actually pretty fast. That was top ten amount of linebackers. But I mean, yeah, six, he's he's a solid depth depth piece. Yeah, I mean, he's not great in coverage. Um. Not a bad pick, the 214 yeah, or 219. He's a decent run defender. Yep. Uh, I'd probably give their draft a solid. Solid B. Yeah, I'm at a B minus or a B. Yeah. So. I think that wraps our draft grades up. For the AFC side, yep. Um, next week we'll go over the NFC side. But uh, this week. We're done with the AFC side. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Sports Culture Podcast. Um, see you all next week. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at OfficialTFCPod. And see you next week.